The state has reported record-breaking daily COVID-19 case counts as the Omicron variant continues to spread rapidly in Alaska. Dr. Matthew Cerna, a local pediatrician, talks about how to protect your family. Conversations to Conquer COVID, hosted by Ingrid Klinkhart, begins now. Dr. Cerna, what impact are you seeing that the Omicron variant is having on Alaska's children? So Omicron is just so much more transmissible than any of the other variants of COVID that have come around thus far. And so along with that, we've seen the number of total infections shoot up a lot, including in kids. So there's definitely an increase in kids testing positive for COVID and likely Omicron being the the dominant variant here. Kids have been um, getting somewhat sick from it too. I think there's a lot of um, confusion about whether Omicron is the same COVID that's been around and whether it is as severe as say the Delta variant. And I think that there's some information that shows that it's um, fortunately less severe both in children and in adults. Uh, But when you increase the number of infections astronomically, uh, you're still gonna have a large number of kids. And we've been seeing that, uh, talking to my pediatric hospitalist colleagues um, at Providence and, um, and across the street from where I work, they have been seeing a lot of kids both um, with acute COVID symptoms like COVID pneumonia, for example, um, and also kids who have chronic illnesses for whom COVID has just kind of pushed them over the edge, so to speak, and um, requires um, some special management there. So the numbers of kids going into the hospital with COVID have also been increasing recently. What about children with chronic diseases such as asthma? So definitely asthma or any lung disease, for example, if a child uh, has a history of being born prematurely, um, a history of recurrent pneumonias, um, those kinds of things, I would say, as with all previous iterations of COVID, those are definitely risk factors for for potentially worse respiratory symptoms from acute COVID itself. On top of that, um, obesity has long been um, associated with worse outcomes in, uh, in children and in adults too. Um, and we're seeing the same thing with, uh, with Omicron. Um, and then there are children with, for example, type one diabetes who with any viral illness can, uh, can run into issues with their blood sugar control and COVID seems to be particularly exacerbating that. So we've seen children with uh, diabetes who have to be admitted to the hospital not necessarily because their COVID is making them particularly sick, but because it has driven their diabetes wildly out of control. Um, so so a, a, lot of, a lot of chronic conditions, whether they affect the lungs at baseline or not, can, uh, can be affected by COVID. There are parents who are still hesitant to get their kids vaccinated, even if they themselves are vaccinated. What's your message to them? Please consider this vaccine for your child because even though COVID is still a fairly mild il- illness in most children, I would not want to be the one parent who has to contend with the child who needs to go to the emergency room in the middle of the night, needs to spend the night in the hospital for um, a complication that we now think is fairly vaccine preventable. Um, On top of that, knowing that vaccines reduce the spread from um, kids to other individuals around them, um, getting the vaccine won't just benefit them, it'll benefit those around them, grandma, grandpa, friends at school, teachers, all of them will benefit from your child getting that vaccine. Are at-home COVID testing kits effective? There seems to be some skepticism. The short answer is yes. Um, We know that the variants that have all been um, deemed variants of concern by the World Health Organization um, 
can, can all evade the immune system response and detection um, to some degrees, but the key parts of those viruses that are detected by, by rapid at-home testing are still the same. So the virus will still be detected if it is in the sample. What we're now learning is that Omicron might be different from previous variants in that it doesn't tend to go into the nose first. It may go into the throat initially. And so there are a lot of places um, like the United Kingdom, for example, where they are recommending not just swabbing your nose, but first swabbing your throat and then your nose, thinking that um, it may actually pick up um, the virus uh, two or even three days before a nasal swab would. So that is the one caveat is that if you test your child and they've only had symptoms for a day, it may not, it may return with what's called a false negative. Um, it, it may come back negative, but the fact of the matter is that COVID is there, the virus is just not in the nose. And so we may have to think about maybe swabbing the throat to get that saliva sample. As for masking, what types are most effective? We are really recommending that kids try to get either an N95, a KN95 or a KF94 mask, which have a really high filtration percentage um, or some, some type of equivalent, if at all possible, knowing that these masks are getting harder and harder to come by, that, that additional benefit that those higher quality masks will give in terms of both preventing the spread and preventing the acquiring of the virus to begin with is gonna be helpful for those children. Protecting our kids against COVID and other viruses is ongoing. To sum it up, what are your top recommendations? Uh, COVID is just like any other virus. Kids will get exposed to viruses on a daily basis. And fortunately, kids are virus fighting machines. Their immune systems are so much stronger than adults at fighting off illnesses, which is great. Um, the same things that we've done in the past to help protect kids um, against other viruses can be helpful with COVID, but we do need to pay particular attention to the fact that it is now everywhere. Um, so getting a high quality mask um, is particularly helpful for children. Making sure that they're following other standard hygiene practices, doing a good job washing their hands, avoiding spitting, all of those types of things that kids sometimes have a hard time grasping. Um, uh, making sure that their overall health is good. Again, knowing that um, there are a lot of comorbidities such as obesity and things like that that can um, worsen the risk of not just acquiring COVID, but having some of the more severe complications. So making sure that they're doing a good job eating healthy foods, um, getting good sleep at night, getting outside and playing and staying active, the additional benefit of being outdoors, reducing the risk of the spread of, of COVID and, and acquiring COVID also being uh, um, helpful for them. Um, and, um, and, and, and lastly, I would say um, this vaccine is now available down to kids under age five. I strongly recommend that people get it. And the second that it becomes available for kids younger than that, I plan on getting my kids vaccinated too. Um, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a very effective, very safe vaccine and um, makes all the difference in terms of having to cross off the list that concern for a serious illness. Anchorage pediatrician, Dr. Matthew Serna, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to this conversation to help conquer COVID. Stay safe, Alaska. 